Welcome to Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. We're excited that you've joined us for today's episode. Did you know that every year, about 3 to 6% of infants worldwide are born with a serious birth defect? This means that life-altering conditions like spina bifida and congenital heart defects affect millions of babies and families around the globe. We thought we would discuss birth defects today on Frontline Health because we're approaching World Birth Defects Day, which, if you're like me, you were probably completely unaware that there was a day recognized for birth defects. But it seems like a great opportunity for us to shine some light on what can be a truly devastating time for new parents in the beginning of a very long, hard road for their children. But before we jump in, be sure to subscribe to Frontline Health and stay up to date with all of our recent episodes. March 3rd is recognized annually as World Birth Defects Day. Birth defects can affect infants regardless of where they're born, what their race is, or their ethnicity, and they are the leading cause of death for infants and young children around the world. The World Birth Defects Day movement was formed in 2015 and has the goal of preventing birth defects, improving the care of anybody born with a birth defect, and increasing the knowledge of how difficult having a birth defect actually can be, as well as what's causing these birth defects in people. Our goal today is really to make you aware of these conditions and ways to help minimize your risks. Birth defects are extremely common, and every country in the world is affected. They're also extremely costly. They can be up to thousands upon thousands of dollars to treat, depending on the birth defect that you're treating. And it affects about one in every 33 babies born in the United States, which translates into roughly one baby baby every four and a half minutes and nearly 120,000 babies each year in the U.S. alone. Birth defects are structural changes that are present at birth that can be anywhere from mild to severe, and they can affect almost any part or parts of the body, like the brain, the heart, and the feet. The well-being and life expectancy of those individuals really depends mostly on which organ or body part is involved and how severe the effect is upon it. A birth defect can be found before birth, at birth, or really any time after birth. While most birth defects are found within the first year of life, some Birth defects, like cleft lip, are easy to see, and others, like heart defects or hearing loss, are found using echocardiograms, which is just an ultrasound picture of the heart, x-rays, or hearing tests, and they can take a little bit more time to see and recognize. We also know that birth defects can occur during any stage of pregnancy. Most of them, however, occur in the first three months of pregnancy when the organs of your baby are actually forming. And this seems to be one of the most crucial and important stages of development. However, some birth defects do occur later in pregnancy. And most birth defects are caused by a complex mix of factors. These factors include our genes, 
our behaviors, and things in the environment. Yet we still don't fully understand how all these factors work together to cause a birth defect. What we do know is that not all birth defects can be prevented. But we also know that there are certain things that you can do to help minimize those risks and the chances that you will have a birth defect. And here are just a few things you can do to take ownership of your health and really give your baby the best start possible uh, for their life. So the first thing is get 400 micrograms of folate every day. Folate, which is also known as vitamin B9 and takes on three different forms, methylfolate, folinic acid, and folic acid. Methylfolate and folinic acid are the forms that are found in nature. They're in our foods, uh, natural foods, meaning leafy greens, veggies, that type thing. And it's also in our blood. While folic acid is a synthetic form, and the form really you should avoid as it's been associated with increased allergens and respiratory issues in the babies of moms who took folic acid. We also know it's crucial for a woman to have enough folate in her body at least one to three months before getting pregnant and then to maintain those levels all throughout her pregnancy. If she does, it really has been shown to help prevent major birth defects of the developing brain and spine like spina bifida as well as cleft palate. Women can get their folate from their diet, as we already know, by eating those leafy greens, fruits, and vegetables, or they can find supplements that have methylfolate or folinic acid in it, or it could be a combination of the two if they don't have full access to those green leafy vegetables. You should also get tested for genetic polymorphisms that can affect your pregnancy. One of the most important polymorphism to get tested for is the MTHFR polymorphism, which decreases your ability to break down folic acid into methylfolate, which is the form your body needs. MTHFR has been linked to increased risk of birth defects and miscarriages. You should also see a healthcare professional regularly. You should be sure to see your doctor when planning a pregnancy and start prenatal care as soon as you think you are pregnant. It's important to see the doctor regularly throughout your pregnancy, but it is equally important to become as knowledgeable as possible about medications and vaccines in order to be your own advocate when you're discussion, discussing health decisions with your doctor for both you and your baby. You should avoid alcohol at any time during pregnancy. Alcohol in your bloodstream, we know, passes directly to your baby through the umbilical cord, and there is no known safe amount of alcohol to use during pregnancy or while you're trying to get pregnant. And there's also no safe time to actually drink alcohol during pregnancy. And it does not matter the type of alcohol. It could be beer, it could be wine, but all of them tend to have an effect. We know that drinking alcohol during pregnancy can cause miscarriage, stillbirth, and a host of other physical, behavioral, and intellectual disabilities in the child. You should avoid smoking cigarettes. The danger of smoking during pregnancy includes preterm birth, Birth defects like cleft palate or cleft lip and infant death. 
You should quit smoking before getting pregnant. That is obviously the best part. Don't ever start. Don't ever start smoking. If you do, quit smoking before you get pregnant. And if you are smoking and you found out you're pregnant, quit smoking right now. You should also avoid marijuana and other drugs. Women who use marijuana or other drugs during pregnancy can have a baby who's born preterm, low birth weight, or with birth defects, much like smoking uh, cigarettes. There is no safe level of marijuana use during pregnancy, so don't smoke marijuana or do other drugs. You should try to prevent any infections. Some infections that you can get during pregnancy can be extremely harmful to the developing baby and can cause birth defects. You should avoid overheating and treat your fever as soon as you get one. During pregnancy, you should avoid uh, fever and overheating as much as possible. And overheating, we know, can be caused by either a fever or exposure to high temperatures, like getting into a hot tub, which increases your body's core temperature. So just don't do it. Keep your diabetes under control. If you have diabetes or you're going to a doctor on a regular basis in order to be tested for gestational diabetes, you need to make sure that you're getting control of that because they can cause serious complications for you and your baby. And we know that proper health care before and during your pregnancy can certainly help prevent those birth defects and other poor outcomes for your child. Strive to reach and maintain a healthy weight. A woman who is obese, who has a body mass index of 30 or higher before pregnancy is at a higher risk for complications during pregnancy. Obesity also increases a pregnant woman's risk of several serious birth defects. And you should talk to a healthcare provider about taking any medications. We know that certain medications and vaccinations can cause serious birth defects if they're taken, taken during pregnancy. For many medications taken by pregnant women, the safety has been difficult to determine. So if you're pregnant or planning to get pregnant, don't stop taking the medications you're taking now, but talk to your healthcare provider about it. Do your own research and really start to get some buy-in on what you're taking and make sure that you're comfortable with whatever products you're taking uh, for your health. And that can include prescription, it can include over-the-counter, and it can come uh, over-the-counter medications, as well as dietary and herbal supplements. And the final thing is remember that the younger you are when you get pregnant, the less likely you are to have a child with birth defects. As we age, we know that the likelihood of having a child with birth defects increases exponentially, especially with those women who are 40 and over. It's certainly important to remember that if you follow all these guidelines and you do everything that we just talked about, it may not exclude you from having a child with some sort of birth defect because there could be some genetic or environmental issues that haven't yet been discovered. Uh, and we just don't know every cause for these birth defects. But I think it's also important to recognize and understand that if you mess up and say you have uh, have a drink of alcohol because you're at a party before you found out that you were pregnant, it may not mean that your child will have a birth defect 
or if you get an infection, it may not mean that your child will have a birth defect. All we can do is the best we can do. So uh, don't live in fear, but live with an understanding and an ability to take ownership of the things that you do. We know that pregnancy and pregnancy is and should be an exciting time. And it should be celebrated, but it can also be be stressful based on the things that we've just talked about. Knowing that you're doing all that you can to get ready for pregnancy, staying healthy during your pregnancy, and giving your baby a healthy start in life will certainly help you have a greater peace of mind. That's it for this edition of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. So hopefully, as we approach World Birth Defects Day, you're a little more aware of the things you can do to give you and your baby the best start possible. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, remember, no one cares more about your health than you. So go take ownership of your health.